Hey everyone, welcome to the first ever young adult podcast here for Harbor Point Church. Ooh. We are so excited to do this. Um, I have today with me Dorian and Lexi, two yeah. fantastic young adults, um, to come to you today to talk about scripture study. Um, we're super excited to start this discussion, um, and especially for everything that's currently happening. Um, we wanted to start up a podcast just to be able to continue conversations um, with you guys and um, continue just to learn and grow and just experience God in this time that we can't even just meet up together. So um, there's going to be some awesome tools that you guys will be able to hear from us today. Um, and yeah, continue the conversation with other young adults. Um, and we'll have more information on that at the end of the podcast. But um, let's go ahead and dive into today's conversation of scripture study. Um, and so the first question that we're going to be asking today is, what is the best way to study scripture for you guys? And um, what are some practical ways that even these young adults can um, start to do in their own free time? So Dorian, why don't we start off with you? What is practical your, ways. your practical way and best way of studying scripture? Okay, well, hold on. He's got the Bible. I got the Bible. He's got the He's resources. Gotta come prepared, dude. Yeah, of course. Um, for me, like, I, there's two reasons why I study scripture and stuff. Uh, first one is like for myself, mm-hmm. just ca- not casual study, but like personal growth and just right. learning more for myself. And that either starts with like I have like a reading plan, so I'm going through a book of the Bible, or I'm like studying a topic or something like mm-hmm. that, and then I'll follow along with that, or I'll just legit just open up somewhere random. Right. Uh, that's not Which, the random I mean, place I wanted to open up to, <laughs> but uh, like I open up somewhere random. Specific random. <laughs> I'm hoping for somewhere in the New Testament because that's right. marked up. There we go. Right. Uh, like I open up somewhere random. 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 <laughs> and random. I just start reading it. Like here, Matthew uh, chapter 26. I'll, like I just start there and I just keep reading it and go through and I'll read it once, uh, bring out my pen and just like mark it up, underline yeah. things, write notes, super casual. It's just whatever pops into my head. Like I'll either write that down or just like move on or just right. very surface level stuff. Yeah. Uh, then I'll read it like a second time. And I'll look for like historical context. Right. Mm-hmm. So like, why were these people doing these certain things? Or what does this phrase mean during that time? Because Dorian the historian and Classic all that jazz. Classic Dorian historian. Classic Dorian. <laughs> uh, like, yeah, that's my second time reading through it. And I just like go through it. Um, and then I either stop there if like I'm on a time crunch or something. Mm-hmm. or But if I'm like, if I got the time and I'm feeling it, I'll read it a third time. Right. And that's when I look for like, uh, like what it means to me. Right. Like personal yeah. growth, in depth, like reading the passage, like what what is God's word trying to tell me in this moment, yeah. and how does it apply to my life? And like that's that's basically my way of going about it. Right. But then my other times, like when I when I have to give speeches or sermons or stuff like that, it I took a picture of my setup at my desk one time, and it it looks like a mad scientist lab. <laughs> it was like computers. I have, I had like four screens up at once. Right. Papers were just everywhere. Like six different Bibles, way too much coffee. Like it looks sure. like I'm insane. Yep. Yeah. But that's like how you I go are. about it. I read <laughs> tons of translations. I get like yeah. the original language. I can't read Hebrew or Greek or something, but yeah, I just like course. looking at it. It, right. it yeah. reminds me like, <laughs> makes like, you feel like, you know what it's saying. It, it, exactly. it humbles me. It reminds me like, yeah, these aren't my words. They right, are totally. someone else's and they're ultimately God's. And it's just my responsibility to, to convey it and teach people about it in a way that they can understand. Right. Yeah. So like, I'll look at the, uh, like translations from the original language, word for word stuff, mm-hmm. uh, just like commentaries, like pieces of archaeology and stuff that directly tie to whatever I'm reading. Right. Totally. Like try to get in the moment as much as possible. Yeah. Because right. this stuff was written like 
3,000 years ago and stuff. Yeah. Mm. They're not talking about cell phones and all that jazz. Right. It's it's shepherds and sheep and like pottery and all that stuff like yeah. that we don't really worry about. For sure. So the more I can get in the moment, the more alive it becomes to me. Mm-hmm. Great. Yeah. yeah. And so going off your first point um, of how you study scripture, you do it almost in a Lactio Divina style, right? Uh, I'm sorry, a what? A Lactio Divina study. Uh, so a Lactio Divina study. Have you ever done a Lactio Divina study of scripture? I- believe so i need you to give like a full definition in order to know (laughs) so like i mean so it's just another way of um studying scripture but you do it in the style of you you pick a passage from the bible Mm -hmm. and you read it over several times yep and each time you do you you read through it you find a a key word or phrase that sticks out to you yeah and you uh each time you go back through it you look at that you you pray to god about what that might word might mean to you or phrase might mean to you or um, even just like what what it, what are you currently calling me into God right now? What are you what are you wanting me to get out of this scripture? You know? Yeah, that's so that's kind of how I do you, it. You yeah. do it in that similar way of just you keep you you pick that passage in the Bible and then you start to go through it multiple times of finding that and pinpointing what God might be calling you. Oh, definitely. On a good day, I'll read one chapter, maybe like eight times or something. Right. Wow. And each time I look for something new or something different. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I got to say, not. Not every single time something stands out to me. Yeah. yeah. Like, I'm yeah, always going to learn something new, but right. not every day, like, oh, this is what God has for me right now. Right. Like, that totally. doesn't always happen. Yeah, of course. I'm going to say that happens maybe one in every five times. Right. Yeah. It's just, I, I get to learn more and I'm just mm-hmm. more immersed in his word and stuff. And it just, right. it's pretty awesome. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, of course. And I mean, again, like, we're not, we're not going to find something for us specifically every time we read the Bible. But I, it's, no, definitely it's important to continue to read, though, and learn for what God actually is calling us into constantly. Oh, yeah. And yeah. who his actual character is and how he loves us. Yeah. You know, I think that's really important to um, continue to do for us. Yeah. Um, it's so often hard to remember that, like, the story isn't written for us. Right. And yeah. because we all we know is our heads and our brains and our hearts, mm-hmm. we can't think from the perspective of other people. And so right. I think oftentimes we open the word in hopes that we're going to find the meaning behind our story when the mm-hmm. story isn't even about us to begin with. Yeah, well, definitely. When, when, I was a, when I was a new believer and stuff, one of the first things I did is I, I said I was going to read the Bible cover to cover mm-hmm. and failed miserably. <laughs> uh, I, I gave up in Leviticus. It was But I, I remember yeah. getting there. And this Pure is like, passion. it was, I want to say freshman Dorian or something. Uh, and I was reading through Leviticus and I came to the spot where it said, you cannot eat meat coming from a pig mm-hmm. and i got super upset because like i live off bacon yeah, yeah. i eat blts I all the time bacon for breakfast like that is who like, i am that's my mm-hmm. life and i came to my youth pastor practically in tears like Aww. what does this mean and he's like right. dorian this thing's like three thousand years old not yeah. everything yeah. applies to you yeah, yeah. it was that like aha moment it's for me. the context moment i can mm-hmm. still eat bacon the the realization <laughs> of context yeah oh definitely yeah and that's something that's so so important that people i don't think people are really taught Mm -hmm. i think a lot of times in church we don't hear i don't know if it's that they don't tell us or we don't hear but we don't hear that not everything is applicable (laughs) yeah okay (laughs) and that's totally okay that doesn't make you a failure that Mm -hmm. doesn't make your faith not strong enough it's that not (laughs) everything is written for us Mm -hmm. yeah exactly and i think that's even why a lot of churches avoid even just teaching and preaching on the new or the old testament yeah just because it's like a lot of the stuff in there of course is is stuff that we should know 
and the, the rules that we should still follow to yeah. this day even. But there's also a lot of things that, of course, Jesus died on the cross for, for that very reason, to get rid of some of those things. Totally. You know? Yeah. And so I think that's why a lot of the, a lot of churches nowadays tend to avoid that topic of the Old Testament, just because mm-hmm. it might not be applicable, applicable to um, our context today. Totally. But it's still, even just knowing the context and teaching on the context is good for us to know because a lot of those things are still good for us to learn. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I think children's ministries and stuff like that, they do it super well. Mm-hmm. They're almost entirely Old Testament stories, except for like the life of Jesus. Yeah. yeah. And it's all, I mean, like you get David and Goliath, right. uh, Jonah, Noah's Ark, like you get all those things like that aren't really children's stories, mm-hmm. but they're mm-hmm. told to children. And it they do it in such a way where it is totally, it totally applies to modern life. It's easy to understand and it's yeah. fun. Yeah. Like props to them. Yeah. yeah, we need to bring that into yeah. young adult ministry. Oh, for sure. More children stuff. Oh, yeah. dude, that'd be so sweet. Wink, wink. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a child. I mean, eventually, eventually when we start meeting back up, we can definitely there we start go. to get into that. There we go. Um, but yeah, so I mean, yeah, studying scripture in that way, in the ways that you do it, and especially similar to Lactio Divina stuff. And you guys should definitely look up Lactio Divina. Yeah, resources. actually, I have done that. I did that um, in, for Philippians. Mm-hmm. And I, like, I don't think I've ever looked at a piece of scripture and felt like, oh, well, I, I started it with like, oh, I don't understand this the way right. I thought I did. And then by the end of it, I was like, I feel more connect- connected to this yeah. emotionally mm-hmm. more so. And then I just, I felt like I learned about it in a way that I could apply it moving forward. Right. Like at the time I was learning to memorize Philippians. And so by doing that, I actually felt so connected to it that I was like, I, I want to know this. Yeah. I want this to be imprinted on my heart forever. Right. So it was, yeah. And of course, definitely look up that tool. That's yeah. cool. Every, I mean, not every time you're going to find something specific no. in, in that passage yeah, that no. might be applied to your life. But at, at the same time, it, it, it almost, it pushes you to, I mean, of course you have to read it over and over again. It pushes you to actually really read at what God is actually oh, yeah. saying here or whatever the um, the authors of these yeah. books are actually talking about. It makes you almost as intentional as the right. author, which exactly. is kind of cool. You like get to engage in the, with the author yeah. in that, which is... And that's fantastic. So yeah. I encourage you guys all to um, actually look up Lactio, Lactio Divina um, and feel free to reach out to us. Is that Greek? Us. I don't no, actually know where it's that's from. that's Latin, right? I think it's Latin. It's Latin. It sounds yeah, that's Latin. Latin. Lactio Divina. Yeah. Yeah. Dang. Nice job, so, Dorian. Way to, way to go, Dorian. Yeah. Dorian the historian. So smart. <laughs> <laughs> so talented. Yes. Um, but yes, I encourage you guys all to look up that resource. And um, if you guys want to reach out to us, we'd love to be able to point you in the direction of those resources. Because that yeah. can be a fantastic way of studying scripture is yeah. by trying that out. So thanks for sharing your your ways yes. of studying scripture. Those were all fantastic. Um, so Lexi, how about you? How what is the, What is your best way of studying scripture? How do you... Um, study scripture practically. Yes. Um, for me, if I'm going to open up my Bible to study scripture, it looks a little bit differently than if I'm just going to open up my Bible to read. Um, sometimes I'll just want to open my Bible up to read and to rest and just mm-hmm. kind of like interact with the Lord um, one-on-one. Right. But if I'm actually trying to study, um, I invested in getting a study Bible. Yeah. It actually has helped a lot. There yeah. are a lot of different um pieces of information that are put into study Bibles that like I would never have known or really 
acknowledge that I had access to right. that type of information without it. So um, I invested in a study Bible nice. and I'll pick a piece of scripture and I really try to be intentional with looking at every piece of it. Um, mm-hmm. Over the past year, I have taken a couple Bible classes. And in those classes, um, I was made aware of how important context is and how we don't live within the same context as these people lived in and how based on history and all the, like their time, their Mm -hmm. lack of like everything Dorian said, um, it's different. And so when I read scripture, I have to acknowledge that and acknowledge, like we said, like, it's not, it's not always written exactly for me. Um, Yeah. So I think acknowledging that, studying that there's different types of like books of the Bible. So there's wisdom literature, there is historical literature, there's poems, like everything's different. And it's so intricately Mm -hmm. put together. Um, A tool that I use that has really helped me is Blue Letter Bible. Um, Mm -hmm. It's a online website which is yeah. all websites Blue are online letter Bible. All, all websites are online. <laughs> but basically um you can go and you can search a passage and in that you can pick it'll break down the entire passage verse by verse mm. word by word if you want it to and it That's talks about, it's super cool and it talks about um it gives you like access to the hebrew meaning behind words sometimes the greek just depending on who wrote it oh. um it's It's a great tool and it's really helped me. It's been interesting. I didn't know that I liked word studies until I found this tool (laughs) and just um, discovering different pieces of scripture that have like impacted me because of it. Like one of the things that I learned um, in the book of Ecclesiastes is that the word vanity in that book, which is used a lot, Mm -hmm. um, is the same word for breath. And that word breath is so it's about temporary and it's about the fact that our lives are like vapor it's but a breath it's temporary and so to acknowledge that vanity and that breath meaning the same thing that completely changed my outlook on the book of ecclesiastes just by one word yeah and so wow learning to be intentional with even the words um and seeing how god so intentionally like had these authors like I can't even imagine knowing to put that in there. And I doubt these authors did, but the Lord like so divinely inspired that it's, right. it's great. It's drawn me closer to the Lord and made yeah. me more in awe of how he inspired the Bible in, in general. Right. So oh, yeah. yeah, word studies, huge awesome. deal. And then again, like with the study Bibles, like learning who the author is, who they were writing to, um, the time zone, like our study Bible say all that stuff, which yeah. I'm sometimes I'm like, how do they know? <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah. but it's interesting and it's interesting mm-hmm. to look at and to really, um, yeah, dive into, like Dorian said, like put myself in those people's shoes. Yeah. Like, what does it look like to be walking amongst Jesus? Like right. these people yeah. are learning these mm-hmm. things directly from the mouth of Jesus. That's, yeah. that's next level. So yeah, for sure. Yeah. Super interesting. But yeah, those are kind of my ways that that's I great. study. Yeah. Those yeah. are fantastic. Um, so again, that, that resource that Lexi gave out was blueletterbible.org. Um, I encourage you guys also to, also to look up that resource, um, to look up words, verses, topics, um, whatever you guys want to know more about the history behind that. Um, that that's a great resource to go and, and check out. So, um, yeah, thanks for sharing that. Oh, totally. And even like uh, you talked about your commentary Bible. Like mm-hmm. that's, that's a very practical way of studying scripture. Yeah. Those things are um, awesome. They're, they're fantastic. Yeah, it's such a great investment. It's like completely changed what I know about mm-hmm. each book. 
Right. Mm-hmm. Gives information about every single one. Yeah. It's awesome. That, that's a very easy way of, you know, even just studying the Bible, like you have it right underneath the text. Totally. Just to look at, hey, I don't know what this is actually trying to convey. Like, what is the history behind this? Like, yeah. that's a fantastic way of doing it. And even if, if you have a Bible already, like you can uh, go on online to find um, commentaries yeah, about totally. yeah. scripture. Those things are awesome. Yeah. It, yeah. It has helped immensely in my, in my preaching, in my studying um, of just understanding what the Bible is actually conveying. Because, of course, yeah. we only have a certain amount of knowledge. Totally. Oh, limited. Limited. Yeah, very, very limited. Very limited <laughs> amount of knowledge. And yes. so having these commentaries with actual um, professional um, Bible studiers, I don't know. What <laughs> I guess academic scholars. Scholars. Yeah, exactly. Bible of, scholars. Of people who have studied the Bible to an extreme amount that have put it down in easier terms for us to understand yeah. Yeah. the less knowledge people when it comes yeah. to the Bible. Yeah. Um, and it gives you a, a, a huge understanding of what the Bible is trying to convey. Oh, totally. And it makes you trust it more mm-hmm. because the more you know, it's like, I mean, inherently as people, we want to know things are fact. Like right. we yeah, want to see the evidence. Right. And so when we have all these tools and resources, like the evidence, right. it's it's there. Yeah. So we have access to it. Like why not take advantage? Yeah, yeah. of course. Yeah. yeah, that's fantastic. So if you guys need any of those resources, please let us know. We'd love to connect you with that as well. Um, so yeah, those are both fantastic ways. And I, I think I have very similar, um, ideas when it comes to studying scripture. Like I use all my commentaries, of course, you know, I flip to random pages just to find scripture. Like that is, those are both things that I tend to do when I study scripture. But, um, another important factor for me when it comes to studying scripture is the location. Hmm. And I don't know why I got the the physical physical location of where I study the Bible that, that determines how I go into studying scripture. Hmm. And I don't know why this is, and I, I don't think this is very healthy in some senses. <laughs> I don't think I how, how I study scripture should depend on my location, but it actually does help me a lot. And so for some reason, I can't study at home. Hmm. That is somewhere that I struggle with. And I think that has to also do with just the distractions of home, like yeah. television, my computer, oh, yeah. you know, whatever's happening in the house, I find it hard to study scripture because there's so much happening around me. Mm-hmm. But when it comes to the location for me, like the best locations for me are places like out, outdoors of like the beach, the forest. Like in when I was living in Flagstaff, there was a little chapel that someone built, this little wooden chapel in Aww. the middle of the forest. So there was no cute. one ever there. It was just like a gravel floor, some wood, uh, some wood sides to it, and that was it. That was the structure. Bro, yes. that place is probably haunted. It probably is. By the it, it probably wasn't great. Heck yes, <laughs> I would drive out there in the middle of the night and just hang wow. out there. Wow, it was it was a little creepy at some points, but it was really cool. It was like there was just like this this giant window at the front of it that just looked out to the mountains and yeah. the forest, and it was that's beautiful. So cool. And that's somewhere that I felt so amazed and surrounded by God in when I was yeah. studying scripture, just because it's like, I'm sitting here in God's creation, yeah. learning about God, hearing God, listening to God. And that was something that just helped me out immensely when it came to studying scripture. That's not weird. That makes no, sense. No, I guess so. That. Yeah. You, you connected to God. And so when your your heart and your mind are right. connected, then you're more susceptible to have yeah. open hands right. to what he has to teach yeah, you. Exactly. You're not weird. I'm he not weird. Sense. I mean, I'm well, weird. You are weird. I'm weird in other in senses. This. But you just make not... more sense. Yes, exactly. <laughs> in, in studying scripture, it's not that weird. No, yeah. Um, but so, I mean, so that's been helpful. And it's been a little bit of a struggle for me since I've moved back here of finding hmm. that specific location that works for me when it comes to studying scripture. Um, but I mean, again, the, the beach is right there. That is somewhere yeah. that you just like 
feel so amazed about what God has done because you just have like this endless ocean in front of you. Totally. You know, it's peaceful. You have the waves crashing right in front of you. Oh, yeah. For me, that's somewhere that's just amazing to be able to just to sit down with God, yeah. listen to him, hear what he has to say. Yeah, you can't and, deny. Yeah, exactly. You can't deny God at the beach. Yeah. I don't know how like... You go to the beach, waves are just perfect. You hear right. that noise, you get your toes in the sand and stuff, and you watch the sunset. Right. Yeah. It's like, wow. Yeah. Yeah. There's just, there's and then just, the baby you know, cries, and you're like, yeah, maybe. Well, <laughs> hey, this might be the best time to go right now when we're all quarantined. <laughs> oh. There's going to be no one at the beach. Oh, True. dude. It's Why so not? Nice. The beach there. doesn't have the coronavirus. Exactly. Well, I mean, it. It is raining right now. Well, so yeah, the time of recording the right now. Away. The time of recording, <laughs> it is currently raining outside. But hey, that's okay. There's that's still okay. other places to go study. Um, so for me, that that's just like a practical way of how I study scripture is along with your guys' ways of studying. I also, it, it depends on location for me just because yeah. I get more out of God's word when I'm actually sitting in his presence and in, in totally. his creation. Yeah. That for me is something that's just so beautiful um, of hearing and listening to God, hmm. you know? I get that. Yeah. Where Where is, like, have you found your location yet? Like- Not here. Not, Not here. Yet. And I mean, oh, I, like, like I said, like yeah. the beach is somewhere that is something super special to me, but it's also not, not always easily accessible, accessible. Yeah. Um, especially when it comes summertime when everyone is at the beach. Yeah. And you're just like sitting there trying to read and right. learn and everyone's. And there's people screaming. And there's there's yeah. kicking a up frisbee sand. hitting my face. And <laughs> it's just, Love it's that. not, it's not the most practical way. And no. that's why, you know, I sometimes miss Flagstaff for this reason of, you know, you could just go out in the middle of the forest and no one would be there. Yeah. You were just surrounded by trees. You're surrounded by the wind passing through and just like animals running by. And it's just like, it was amazing, you yeah. know? And so being here, living in Southern California again, it's sometimes harder to find that location hmm. just because, you know, we, we live in a very populated area, totally. Yeah, you know? And so uh, I haven't quite found yet where that specific location would be for me. Yeah. And of course it differ, it differentiates for every person, you know, totally. of where that location is, but um, for me, you know, the beach is a great place. Um, and I will continue to search for that specific location. Um, in the meantime, yeah, but, yeah, you know, that's cool. Nate. So yeah, it's that, that's a fantastic and practical way. And especially for you guys, um, to even find, um, a location that works best for you that could really help out where, um, you know, you guys tend to uh, study scripture just because that could give you a better sense of what God's trying to convey to you. And what you guys need to be understanding too with that. Yeah. So it, like to add on to that, it's definitely so important to remove distraction. Mm-hmm. Oh, I think yes. we don't realize in life um, how many things are tugging at us. Yeah. Like even now my phone is shut off and I have thought multiple times, like, I wonder if I have a message that is important. Yeah. Like, <laughs> and that's so sad. Like I can't even remove myself from that level of distraction. Right. And so it is important when we're going to be intentional in studying scripture, mm-hmm. um, yeah, to remove those things and to go yes. to a place or do what we need to do so that we we can really focus because it it takes it takes focus. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It takes intention, mm-hmm. and it's it's important. Yeah. It's the most th- important thing. So yeah, yeah just sure. removing that distraction. Yeah. I get that. Yeah, and I mean we're in the midst of Lent right now, and so that this is yes. a a great oh, time shoot, to. We are. Yeah, we are. I forgot about that. Did you nice. do anything for Lent? Uh, I gave up Lent about two years ago. Oh, great. Ah. Um, but so I mean, <laughs> yeah, there it is. What a practical joke right there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Dorian. And the anyways, De- Dorian the historian. <laughs> I'll show myself out. Yeah, yeah. great. You can leave the now. Wall. Um, <laughs> to the corner. <laughs> but yeah, so like we're we're in the middle of Lent right now. This is a great time to give up certain di- distractions that you know, you find hard to get past, especially yeah. when it comes to just quiet time with God, totally. you know? 
And a lot of people give up social media. A lot of people give up, you know, video games, you know, those types of distractions that would normally you would turn to when you should be studying scripture, spending time with God, you Mm -hmm. know? And of course, like I've had, I I haven't really celebrated Lent that much in the past few years. Like you, I didn't give up Lent for Lent, but (laughs) I, you know, it, I didn't really start to actually under fully understand what Lent meant until this year, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, And so you know, I, I do think Lent is important just to be able to give up those distractions for 40 days leading up to Easter yeah. to actually be able to spend that time intentionally with God instead. Yeah, you know? absolutely. Do you, have you given up anything for Lent? I did give up something for Lent. Um, it's actually been really hard to stick to for mm. me. I decided to give up makeup, oh. which I, really? yes, but I'm wearing oh. it right now. So you oh. all are like, what are you talking about? You decided <laughs> to give up makeup. Um, Dang it, Lexi. <laughs> no, but I, I have struggled really hard with it, but mm. I am choosing to live in the grace that God has bestowed yeah. upon me and <laughs> that course. I can still be participating in Lent. And if Heck I yeah, don't wear wake up, makeup tomorrow, wake up, if wake I up, don't makeup. wear makeup tomorrow, um, then that's still me mm-hmm. like actively setting something aside. And I, I did that because I want, um, for a long, long time, I used to pray to the Lord for, like clear skin. Mm-hmm. And then I got clear skin and I was like, great, I could put makeup on. Like I can cake this. <laughs> yeah. And then I realized the other day, I was like, oh, like, or before Lent, I realized, oh, I prayed for so long that I would have a thing. The Lord gave me the thing I prayed so hard for. And I totally was like, oh, great. Now I'm going to go do what I want with it. Right. And so mm. I realized, I was like, I want to take some time. This isn't like true to typical, what typically what people give up for Lent. Right. Um, but for me, focusing on the Lord meant focusing less on myself right. and my aesthetic and things like that. So right now I am wearing makeup, but I That's have okay. been practicing it um, different times and it's actually been really hard and mm-hmm. it's been very intentional. Like the times that I don't, it's been actually hard. And so I'm glad yeah. that I have continued in different days and different moments to be like, I'm, I'm going to do this. I'm going to set this aside. That's awesome. yeah. It's been interesting. It's wow. been it's been cool. It's mm-hmm. definitely been cool. It's yeah. weird in the culture we live in. Right. Oh, I could see that. Um, For sure. But yeah, so that's kind of my thing. Well, great. Yeah. That's awesome. Well, I, you know, we'll we'll keep on loving you regardless. Of course. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Um, and I, I mean, personally, like I also gave up something for Lent, more personal, but um, it's it's been difficult. You know, yeah. like that's that's hard to give up something that's so part of your life like mm-hmm. that and just give it up like that for forty days. That doesn't oh, happen totally. easily. No. And of course, nobody expects you to, you know, be able to actually give it up for those four days like certain things are more yeah. practical like you know yeah. giving up certain types of food yeah it's a little bit easier yeah. to do but that's something yeah. that's so in in and engraved ingrained ingra- yeah ingrained into your life word mm-hmm. of the day yeah, ingrained. Ingrained. ingrained um that's something that that's so ingrained into your life is is extremely hard to give up like that you know yeah and it's, so yeah it definitely it's like the active choice and i um i remember the first day that i like kind of went back on what i gave up i was like oh this is all ruined and then i was like that is not mm-hmm. choosing to live out of the grace that god has given us right. mm-hmm. like if i did that every single day with all the things i did wrong i would not i wouldn't <laughs> i would not be a christ follower right. like that isn't how that works yeah. and if i am studying my bible if I'm looking at the things yep. God has taught me, if he's, that he's called me to, like, I have to, I have to press, to press on. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And bringing it back to scripture study. I love that. Um, yes. yeah. So, I mean, if, if you guys as young adults are struggling with, um, you know, studying scripture, a practical way is even just like celebrate Lent in that hour that you want to study scripture, you know, mm-hmm. give up that social media, just put your phone way off to the side to make it not a distraction anymore. 
you know, go to a place that is, is easier for you to study scripture because you're losing those distractions. You know, I think that that's something that is so key to studying the Bible is making sure that you just don't have those distractions. Yeah. Yeah. Cause if you are, you are not going to fully experience what God has to say to you, you no. know, you know, you're going to be missing a key part to it. Yeah. And there's so many voices that talk at us, especially as young mm-hmm. adults. We still have our parents' yeah. influence. Yeah. We now have like government influence and church influence mm-hmm. and our friends and relationships, all relationships, oh, all man. the things. Like so many things talk at us all the time. Right. And to actually actively choose to set things aside, it's yeah. hard, but it, sure. you might actually Definitely. hear the voice of mm-hmm. God. Can I, like, you imagine? There's no really, there's no better time to start it than now because yeah. I mean, we're, we're quarantined. Yeah. So yeah. Like, I, know. <laughs> I don't really got You're much going stuck. on. So. <laughs> Right. Yeah. yeah. I mean, uh, going off of the quarantine thing. Yay. Uh, yeah. You know, one of the biggest reasons that we want to start with scripture study is that, you know, you guys are going to be, we're, we're, we're technically quarantined for quite a while now. And we want to give you guys practical ways that you can spend some of that time quarantined, studying the Bible, spending that time with God and just continually building up a relationship mm-hmm. with him. Um, and I think that this is the best opportunity for, like you said, to do it. Because we have nothing else to do, you know? Like, we can either sit on our phones the entire time. We can sit on our computers. We can continue to watch Netflix and stuff like that. Which is, you know, it's great. I have all (laughs) the shows that I'm watching. But, uh, you know, we can continue to do those things. But I think that we still do need to make that time for God. Because we can get so stuck in this rut of doing those things all day, every day instead. You know, and we can lose our relationship with God with that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and also something I want to encourage... Something that my boyfriend actually told me is he was like, this is almost like a forced Sabbath. Mm -hmm. Like it's actually like a time where we get to rest and reading our Bibles really is supposed to fill us up and be restful. And so like, I want to encourage all of us as young adults, we all work really hard. We're all trying to make it and make um, our lives just we're trying to we're trying to go. We're trying to get things moving along. And so I just want to encourage everyone to take this time to to rest. Yeah. To study your Bible, to take a break, to breathe. Um, everything is under control. Like God is not surprised by anything that's going on right now. Mm-hmm. He's fully aware. Um, I'm sure he probably is laughing at the stockpiling. And um, But yeah, it's, a, it's an opportunity to rest. And right. to read our Bibles mm-hmm. is an opportunity to rest yeah. also. So It's for sure that a great opportunity. Um, so yeah, we are going to go ahead and wrap it up here. Um, I appreciate you guys joining us today. Like that was a fantastic conversation. Yes, thank you. Um, and I hope us. that you guys learned some good practical ways. And just to recap, like, um, you know, there's, there's no wrong way of studying the Bible, you know, mm-hmm. as long as you have those good resources that you can fully understand, um, what God is currently like calling you into and wanting you to learn about, you know, there's, there's just no wrong way of doing it. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. I would just, I would encourage you guys to find that location for yourself. Find that that good, solid way of, you know, actually learning the Bible for for you that that works for you, you know. Um, and we would love to give you resources if you'd like. Again, there is Blue Letter Bible to um, search within the Bible of verses, words, or topics that you might want to learn more about. And then there's also Lactio Divina, which is a great way of studying Scripture. So those are all fantastic ways of studying Scripture, yep. and I encourage you yep. guys to look more into those things. Um, just so you all know, we are going to be trying out Google Hangs, not tonight, but next week when the next podcast comes out. So be looking out for that because this is going to be an awesome opportunity. There you go. I'm struggling with my words now. You got it. (laughs) This is an awesome opportunity for you guys to um, continue the conversation. I will personally be in there, and I'm sure these guys will be in there as well. Yeah. Um, Oh, yeah. I got nothing better going on. Yeah, exactly. We're (laughs) all quarantined quarantined anyway, so why not? We're all quarantined anyway. Um, So, yeah, those are going to be awesome opportunities. And so, yeah, 
Um, check this out on YouTube. We've been recording it live for you guys to be able to watch that. And so if you guys are watching YouTube, hey. Um, <laughs> like and then subscribe. these are going to be out uh, next week on all um, podcast sites like uh, Apple and Spotify and things like that. But um, you can listen to the podcast on harborpointyoungadults.buzzsprout.com. So That's a mouthful. It is a mouthful. Um, so yeah, I encourage you guys to check it out on any form that you would like. So yeah, I again appreciate you guys coming out and talking with me. That was great. Yeah. This and, was fun. Um, this was fun. Thank you, Nate. I'm glad. Yeah, of course. And yeah, we'll see you guys next week. Peace. Bye. Peace.